0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots
1: today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit boattrader.com to get started. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi,
0: I'm Taylor Drury
2: from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Paul Clitor.
2: Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Do, 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 do. it is time for another Rendivorous episode of the working- class Bow Hunter podcast we are right here at the renovated 1600 bucks layer place we're in the Bucketorium. Sherrard, Illinois zip code never gonna never gonna remember what was it six two one doesn't matter. that doesn't matter I'm Steve that is what matters and what else matters is Kurtz here as always Eric good morning and Doug the pug Doug Schmidt, what's up, buddy?
0: Nothing. Good to be back. Thanks, Thanks for coming here. back. It's, it's a nice, nice place. Why, why did Why did you bring him nice along? In here. Thank you. Uh, this is the first podcast recorded in the Bucketorium 2.0. Mm-hmm. This is uh, we full blown renovated the place. It was, uh, it was for well, a number of reason, but it was well, well overdue. Overdue for well sure. Overdue it's uh it's come a long way since the very first episode it puts out like that. uh a Netflix and chill vibe you know what I mean which yeah, is weird right? yeah which yeah. is weird because there's yeah. four dudes in here but you know <laughs> it's fine it's fine <laughs> whatever, whatever lights your
2: fire there Kurt but uh yeah man it feels really good in here we've got the lights dimmed down low we've got the mood light on okay yeah I, 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 I get where you're going <laughs> with that now it totally feels like a netflix and chill studio
0: damn it now we have to redo the studio <laughs> <laughs> call ross bigger <laughs> now ross bigger came over from uh respect the game and 164 outdoors and uh we basically he added outlets in all over and new lighting and we put up our i don't know what to call that light that we have with our logo but it's amazing it's dimming out every color that you can imagine right now, and uh, it's mesmerizing. Check it feels scent. good in here, man. It feels like a real studio. <laughs> it does. Oh, and the, does. we actually got
2: air conditioning back blowing in here again. so Thanks to you, Steve.
0: Anyway, that's what's new with our studio. Just to put that out there, we'll post some pictures here um, so everyone can see and, and get the vibe of, of where we're recording, if you care. Um, check out workingclassbowhunter.com. The store is up. Got a lot of things going on there. If you give us a rating on iTunes and send us a screenshot of your rating, we'll mail you out some of our new die-cut everything stickers, as I'm calling them now. Um, So check that out. Thanks for the support. And uh, we'll get right into the things we need to cover. Let's start with the vet shout-out first. Let's let's switch it up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. I like that. This episode, the shout-out this week... Our vet shout out oh, let me pull them up here
0: veteran shout out
2: veteran shout out yeah now we're not we're not shouting out vets or vet techs so stop sending us that shout
0: out to what you do too you know saving animals all over the place <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> our shout outs gonna be Joey uh Joey hall he's uh he's over at support up veteran ventures uh he's a nonprofit it's a non-profit organization that takes vets on hunting trips um check him out he's on instagram i'll pull his instagram up for you right now you're gonna look up the instagram handle is s-u-v-e-t-e-r-a-n-v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s so it's kind of hard to look for just search for it but you'll find it there um they look like they're doing they're doing some great stuff for vets taking them hunting you know that's been pretty big recently our good buddies over at uh heroes hunting have been doing similar things but um Hey, man, the more you guys can support vets, the better. Joey, thank you for your service. Um, and then thank you for everything that you do for veterans as well. So
0: we really appreciate that. Thanks, everyone, for your service. Uh, if you have a veteran shout-out, go ahead and send that over to us. We will get them as the weeks go on. And uh, thanks to everyone for your your, uh, your service and everyone for listening to the show and mm-hmm. your support. This episode, or all episodes, are brought to you by Scent Crusher. Uh, we have the room clean going here in the studio. We got all this glue and smells of rotten wood and all sorts of rich mahogany and expensive cigars. (laughs) So we we, we run the scent crusher and it gets rid of all that. Uh, The room clean. um, It's awesome. Running up to a 30-minute cycle. Uh, From that, the Ozone Go, the gear bag. Absolutely love that stuff. Um, Check it out. You won't regret it. Uh, HHA Sports. Single pin nation. Leader in single pin sights. Now a multi-pin and the Virtus drop-away rest. Um, awesome stuff. Made in America. Wisconsin proud. is Because everything is from Wisconsin. They're just proud to be from Wisconsin, which is awesome. Yeah. And a lifetime warranty. So what else are you going to ask for in a product? American made, Wisconsin made.
2: Uh, some of you might want only Minnesota made or only Iowa made, but this is the best you're going to get. <laughs> I'll take it.
0: <laughs> That's right. I'll take it. Um, elite archery. A lot of good things to say about elite mm-hmm. um absolutely in love with elites bows their new bow that just came out the enlist um which i haven't shot it yet but it looks awesome i know it's gonna have that same elite feel and it's i know it's at a price point that yeah, everyone that can afford
2: the yeah. economy bow i watched a couple videos on it um you know a couple guys got the got their hands on them and they're out right now you can go ahead and get them for uh you know if you had that sticker shock of oh man the new elite bows are a little on my my price range. Well, guess what? This one's going to be the Larry bow that McCoy you're buy. just had it in Africa, mm-hmm. smoked and smoking
0: critters. I think he shot a kudu. All those animals that we don't know what they're called, he killed with that bow. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
2: that's got to be awesome. Just shooting something you don't know what it is. But hey, um, yeah, that check out the elite archery and list. Go to your local pro shop. Tell them what you want to shoot that and. Uh, if you shoot it and you have uh, have good luck or whatever, let email us. Let us know. Just go to our website workingclassbowhunter.com. dot Send us a review or Facebook, Instagram, Snap, any of that. Let's know the, what
0: you guys thought. All things that are good. Um, Smith's
2: Custom Meats and Deer Processing, right there in yes. lovely Viola, Illinois. I was uh, I got one more meatloaf left, and I was actually going to save that for uh, for the opening day hunt camp or like the That's night cool. before. That's a good idea. So, that was a good idea. It's just a, just one little holdover, and I'm, I'm ready to do that. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Check them out online, or when you kill your deer this year, you're in eastern uh, Eastern Illinois, western Iowa. Wrong.
3: Other way around there. What it's I say? Oh, western geez. Illinois,
2: eastern Iowa. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> just Google Viola Illinois. You'll know where it is.
0: Thanks to all our sponsors and everyone for tuning in. This week on the show, we have the legend Philip Vanderpool, oh P mm. Viddy himself. Yes, I, I didn't know that his the people called him P Viddy until I we recorded either, this episode. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, everybody
2: like, and, and when people are like talking to like, uh, you know, we've we've been able to talk to some people who are working with him, like Josh McDaniel. It, they'll
0: always reference him as P V. That's hilarious. Have you not picked that up? I've I've noticed that. Yeah, but it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's funnier. <laughs> philip's such a good guy man um he's a riot we, we recorded with him at the iowa deer classic this past year and uh, him and, and clinton and brandon all recorded with us all in our podcast room we had and uh philip's just an absolute legend one of the best guys in the industry um he's a role model for anyone in, in our opinion and a damn good time he gave steve what what, what was the nickname the round boy with the square deals <laughs> that is <laughs> That needs to be a tattoo It
3: should
0: You need to get that tattooed on your neck we should Yeah it should On your neck Is that what he said <laughs> Yeah why not Philip <laughs> Vanderpool hey. gave that to you You have to And then his signature Yeah there's a
2: P-Viddy t- you have, no, you should get branded. Yeah, branded dude, on brand. it. yeah, when I'm mm-hmm. only able to get a job at Hardee's working on the drive-thru in the morning, people are going to be like, what the hell does that neck tattoo say? I'm like, I got a story to tell you. And they're like, dude, just get my biscuits and gravy. I got to go. I'm drunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, let's uh, let's get right into Philip <laughs> because I, I don't want to bury myself anymore.
0: Yes. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope you enjoy.
2: Alright, as promised, we weren't lying to you here. We've got the man himself, the legend, P V O P Vitty. ladies and gentlemen, the legend himself, Philip Vanderpool. Well,
1: what's going on, guys? I tell you what, <laughs> I don't know about a legend, only in my own mind, I think, but uh, <laughs> hey uh,
2: how y'all doing? Oh man, hey, you know, we're uh we're hanging in there, rolling with the punches and as you said, uh, going with the flow, so you know, living life. Oh uh,
1: yeah y'all
0: hanging in there like a hair on a honey jar <laughs> a hair on a honey jar on, that's, well, awesome. that's awesome that's hair in a biscuit yep hair yep. on a
3: lollipop <laughs> that is a way i
0: think when we recorded with you the last podcast we were at the iowa deer classic and you called steve the round boy with the square deals <laughs>
1: Yep. and that has stuck
0: ever since oh yeah
1: i tell you, um, you guys, we had a blast up there, I tell you. It, I know it's short and sweet, but we had a great time at the Iowa Deer Classic. My goodness. That's, that's a fun time, and you get to meet a lot of great people and see a lot of giant bucks.
0: Oh, yeah. The Iowa Classic is awesome. And I just heard that they're no longer doing the Illinois Classic uh, because of, like, low attendance and bad economy, I guess is what they said. But everyone goes to Iowa anyway because that's kind of where all the fun is. <laughs>
1: Well, I tell you, I, I hate missing that Iowa Deer Classic because it's just, you know, that's that's where you catch up on it, all the all the past hunts, and you get to see your old buddies and stuff, and intermingle and just shoot the breeze, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a good time, and it's funny. Like every year that goes by, you meet more and more people and make more and more friends. It's just just a good deal all around. Sure, you bet.
1: Well, I tell you, got a big fall plan that, uh, of course, as y'all know, you know, we've had some, uh, this, this year is sizing up just real quick because I've been running covert trail cameras in Kansas, North Missouri, Iowa, um, Illinois, Arkansas. And, um, let me think. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somewhere. Good Lord. But I've got a lot of trail <laughs> cameras running and, th- and I'm just telling you this year is sizing up. In my opinion, I have the most big deer that I've ever had on trail camera, and it's in all states. It doesn't seem to matter. The horn growth has been unbelievable this year, and I think it's a lot due with a lot of that rain and stuff that we had early. Because uh, the coverts have been running, and they're telling the stories. And uh, I'll tell you, another thing is is uh, is just it's it's going to be fantastic for everybody. I believe if we get the weather. It's going to be incredible this season this fall. Yeah.
2: You know, it sounds like, man, you know, Illinois, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, like in order for you to just check your trail cameras, you got to rack up like so many airline miles. You know, that's,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just hey, all over I, the place.
1: I know it. And, and I may end up trying to do a late season hunt possibly in Ohio. Uh, that was in the works. Um, and I know that, you know, obviously you guys know. Uh, my my dear buddy and dear friend TJ Unger, you know, who mm-hmm. runs our marketing media side of things and, and uh, you know, this just happened a couple of weeks ago and, and I tell you, it's kind of changed my way of thinking, you know because you really get to depending on people and uh, I had just left up there left his place and obviously you all know that he was in a terrible, terrible car accident mm-hmm. and it's just, it's I'm having to step up the pace, you know, obviously, uh, to try to fill in the shoes, but some of my pro staff, the virtue pro staff have really stepped up, uh, and going to try to fill some awful big shoes there. But, you know, my thoughts and prayers going into this season, just so you guys know, the 27, the 2017 fall virtue. Season is going to be dedicated and a tribute to my dear, dear friend T.J. Unger.
2: Yeah, and yeah, he definitely. guys, he he's still alive. I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, it it's he's he's fighting. He's going to be back at the 2018 season. It kind of sounded a little doomy and gloomy there, Philip, for a minute.
0: <laughs> but it, it's not a good yeah. situation. It's by not any good, man. It's not
2: a good situation. But he's a he's a fighter, and I um I know all of us. Uh, we all uh, all of our arrows. You know, when we're in that tree stand. I wrote on my Fletchings, and we're all doing it. TJ on on all my Fletchings, so you know I'll be thinking about him every time I'm in the season or in the in the stand too this season.
1: Well, and and I'm you know of course we were so close, and I had just left up there and stuff. Um, Was we spent a week? Well, actually, we spent three or four days together down at Big Time Plant. They just became a a a sponsor partner of ours. Which this is why I'm getting pictures in most of these states that i can actually take inventory and and put some some big time 30-06 out i'm telling you it's unbelievable product i, I i've never used a product that i've had deer come to like they have and big deer and in the daylight daylight pictures of giants and uh right. but anyway that's that's what tj and i were doing and then obviously i came on back down south and uh and all this you know happen but you're right uh and and the whole 2017 fall is just going to go out to him because he, he's got a long way to go but i'm going to tell you like y'all said he's a fighter and we love him with uh, dearly and and uh hey we're going to be there for him any way we can and i just want everybody to know that you know that's what the virtue was formed about in the you know about in the first place. And he's going to come back as a fighter and he's going to inspire a lot of people with his story. And, uh, Definitely. that's, that's something that, you know, is really dear to my heart going into this fall. And I just wanted you guys to know that that that's why the virtue was formed. This is, you know, we, we try to inspire others. And, um, so I'm just, I'm just, you know, like today I'm out here, I'm trying to trim some, Last-minute tree stand set up here, and uh, I had to climb a tree. And, of course, I keep thinking I'm 27 instead of 57. <laughs> and I, I've, I've jacked something up in my rotator cup. I don't know. Which, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to draw that old elite and let it eat this fall because, well, i tell you, if not, I've got a backup plan where I can use it, and that's the old CAMEX crossbow.
0: Every man. time that I feel shoulder pain of any sort, Philip, I start to panic. So I can imagine how you feel yeah. right now, man. Especially being so close to season, or you know, right getting right into the first section of season. Here is uh, definitely a scary, oh. a scary pain going on in the shoulder.
1: Well, I was I was getting ready to head out tomorrow. I'm going to head to Colorado elk hunting, and in uh, at, at the same place out there where you know TJ, funny, mm. I brought him out there last fall. Uh, to hunt and then see we met there back in the summer when liz and tj were on vacation Mm -hmm. and uh, i met them out there and we'd done some scouting and just had a great time while we're out there and and we were all just you know that preparation trying to get ready and and both mentally and physically and anyhow we we met up there and had a great time while while we they were there but that's where i was getting ready to head tomorrow actually but I may have to delay it a day or two. I'll just tell you, I, I've, I've jacked something up bad in this left, left shoulder, and I, I think it's to do with my rotator cuff because uh, I can't even hardly lift my arm, and, and uh, it's, it's not
0: Oof.
1: a lot of pain. I'll just tell you that.
0: Dang, not good, not good. Well,
1: hopefully it just
0: it phases out and you're good. You know what I mean? It just rolls on by and everything's fine.
1: Well, and that, and you know, that's, that's, I just, I got to give it to the good Lord and, and say a prayer about it, you know, put it in his hands. And I, it's, it is it is what it is. I do know this. And, you know, we, we strive to be the best that we can be. And I love the outdoors, whether it be in front of the camera, behind the camera, anything outdoors that I can do. And it's not always to me about the kill anyway, anymore. I think a lot of that does, as you get older, if that makes sense, you know, you. I just – I love the hunt camp. I love the environment. I love running my trail cameras. I love the preparation, getting ready. It, it, to me, the hype, you know, it's kind of like just going into that ball game, you know, just the hype, you know, the adrenaline rush, feeling everything. And then I've I've done so much scouting this, this year of by putting the trail cameras out, going to different states that I'm going to be hunting – and trying to get a grip on what's there hanging stands you know i just got hooked up with muddy and with chris duncan and those guys there at muddy and and they come on as a sponsor partner and they're i'll tell you they make awesome products from the tree arms and tree bases to their blinds the muddy blinds and then their ground blinds the tree tree stands everything they've got and i've just hung a set uh hung my first set in north missouri after i i met with chris up there in iowa Mm -hmm. and uh, so that's kind of where we're getting started and and i'm really excited because i feel like this fall is going to be unlike any other it could absolutely potentially be one of the best tail seasons ever
0: i hope so man there's been a lot of big deer i've I've had my buddies text me pictures of some absolute slammers, just some monster whitetails. And guys out west with some big elk, uh, public land elk, muleys, and whitetail. Um one thing I wanted to bring up, Philip, is you know you got these cameras in all these different states. Are you utilizing cell cameras to your advantage?
1: I, I have got. I just got some of the new culverts, and uh, I've got to get them turned on. They just uh, culvert just come up with a new. Uh, you know, they work with AT&T and obviously Verizon, and they've come up with a new plan. So I'm trying to get that all lined out before I hit the road. But what I think I'm going to do with a lot of my cell cameras is when I'm at a place, and you know how this is, guys, you're sitting here in a stand over here, but you you have another great place over here, and you got that trail camera out. What better way to put a cell camera over there where it's popping those pictures? And when you see old Sad Daddy coming in there then you know <laughs> hey then then you you can make a, a game plan and get right on him because that's what i love about these cell cameras and and covert i'll just tell you they got an awesome cell camera and you put those out and when it comes right to your phone there's a lot of guys will see a big deer you know say it say that morning or whatever he's traveling through well that gives them hey he's there let's get back in there and get set up, and I can't tell you how many stories I've had guys telling me that they go back in there and shoot that buck later that afternoon or the next morning, whichever the case may be, mm-hmm. but they, the whole key, man, is, is the timing and uh, when you can be there and you have that luxury man, that that can be a big plus.
0: Definitely, I'm utilizing two SOCAMs this year and kind of getting used to how they work and I didn't go covert um, I would, I didn't know what where i wanted to go to try them out and uh obviously i'm interested in every brand that's got a cell camera because you know that's a big thing now is what kind of cameras do you run and what works the best and now it's transforming into well who has the best cell service you know it's almost like mm-hmm. the camera's good you know they're all getting pretty good but who has the best the best cell service and the best platform so it's uh i'm kind of in the experimental stage with the cell cams as well so exactly um,
1: exactly and well, i think cover's on the right crack i know mm-hmm. You know of course i've got verizon for my phone but uh, a couple of my buddies have you know one of my camera guys are running with me some of them have at and t it seems like it's one or the other for the for the most part man you better and start goes- paying them
2: dudes better <laughs> uh-huh. i say you better What's start that? paying those dudes better
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i just i i just uh, i think that uh you know obviously it is to do with uh with uh, the signal strength but that's that's another reason I went with the covert because they have that uh, antenna booster that you can hook up to the camera, and then also you know a solar panel that that you can take rechargeable batteries, and it'll keep those rechargeable batteries charged up on on that uh, cell camera. So that's kind of you know I, I've had such good luck with covert, and we finally I've used them for years, and we finally partnered up with them. Big time. I've used them in the last three years, pretty much exclusively. But uh, this this year, Kimber and and, and stuff. We we have a great relationship, and they have been really good to us. I mean, and I don't have any trouble with them. I'm a the kind of guy, you know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, and I don't have any trouble with them. They always produce.
2: No, that's results enough. Um, you know, while we're on the topic of uh of, of trail camera pictures actually and this is a video i want you to tell us about this this absolute slob that you got on his name's obsession or you named him tell us about that book and tell us exactly where he is so we can hang a stand on that property too
1: <laughs> hey you know that's another thing i like i like running those little short video clips up. And, uh, I mean, obviously I've, I've managed to get two absolute giants on here this year that, that I caught, uh, on, on video basically. And, uh, one of them I can tell you was in Iowa. I kind of hate to tell where the other one is just because I've got some other guys that when I posted that, they sent me some, uh, they sent me some uh, trail camera pictures of him from last fall. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much i'm going to get to hunt these deer that's the thing you have to have time when you're hunting an absolute giant but that eight point um is probably the biggest framed eight point that i've ever seen and i've got two eight points on my wall one is a 158 and the other one's a 161
3: Wow. eight
1: points and uh this guy definitely has a bigger frame i don't know what he's going to score but he's definitely got a bigger frame and i was fortunate enough to find his left shed the other day when i was trying to figure out how i was going to pattern it. and uh i've got trail cameras out there but guys i have not got him back since he he is a roamer the the guy that sent me the trail camera picture that's probably at least two miles and let me just say there's a lot of timber in between uh in those two miles so i don't know where this buck's going to end up i think he's only a four and a half year old deer this year at least according to the mass of the deer and the size of the body i you know i've looked him over and i don't think he's but four and a half but he may be five but i don't think he's he's not any older than that because they just don't get that kind of age where he's
2: at mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably just trying to show off he's he probably knows exactly where every trail camera is and he just wants to walk in front of him and he goes into <laughs> a super secret cave layer <laughs> where he just hibernates all year and then pops out drops a shed yeah, these deer are getting smarter man <laughs> i don't know if it's something in the water or what
0: cell cameras are making them smarter
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you know it is what it is i just gonna i don't know how much time i'm gonna be able to hunt him but uh Anyhow, he's a great buck and I'm just, I feel blessed just to be able to, to have got him on, on camera. And it was a very lucky situation that I did because I mean, I just put it on a couple trails. There wasn't anything out where he was at. Um, and I put it on a couple trails where, where they actually, actually forked two trails kind of forked and it's a middle, middle of a huge, huge timber patch. And, uh, by golly, I got him on there and, uh, actually, there's, uh, he's running with nine or ten other bucks, and, uh, none of them are close to him in size. There's three or four that's, you know, in that 130 class, probably 135, maybe. But, uh, just great bucks, don't get me wrong, for, for where he's at, but nothing like him.
2: Yeah. man, I mean, he's got his, he's, he's the dominant bucket. He's got his little cronies running around with him, but, uh, Speaking of like, you know, what other what other kind of hunts are you uh, are you anticipating? You know, you you mentioned the elk hunt. Um, You got any other hunts coming up this fall, or are you just exclusively going to go after uh, whitetails?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, uh, I probably start out. The game plan was to start out in Colorado, and uh, and then. Uh, head on up to Montana to Powder River Outfitters up mm-hmm. there with where I've been whitetail hunting with those guys on the Powder River for the last, well, uh, this will be seven years in a row. And I'm six for six on my, on my whitetail and I'm going to be joined that you guys know Larry Mack, old Big Mac, Larry McCoy from <laughs> old. this old group. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he tagged along with me last year, him and old Sasquatch, old Clint Swack He's going to be there in camp. And uh, we're going to make another fun hunt camp out of that, I think. But the good thing is uh, uh right now it looks like tentatively that uh, Larry and I have a antelope, a deer tag, which is good for either or mule deer or whitetail, and an elk tag. So uh, we're hoping everything's going to work out where we can, uh, you know, obviously get to share that hunt camp again because we have so much fun. I'll tell you what, that's what I love about, you know, the outdoors like that, meeting new people, mm-hmm. hanging in the hunt camp, and then sharing it with guys like Larry and Clint and and Ryan ha- uh, Hauser who films with those guys and stuff. There, it's going to be a fun time. Philip, I got to ask you. Eight-
0: in, yep, in hunting camp, who's going to kill the bigger critters? You or Larry?
1: <laughs> the big dog, of in course. Thing, who's going to what now?
0: Who's going to kill the bigger critters? You or Larry?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you about old Larry. Larry gets aggravated at me cuz a lot of times I may let something walky. He's saying, "Hey, dude, we're just here for a short time, buddy. We need yeah, we need to we need to get a good kill, you know." And he's right. I get that. <laughs> I just a lot of times I, I just I, I get in that zone and and it's all about the hunt for me anyway and what I get out of it. It don't have to be the biggest deer anymore. I've been blessed to shoot a lot of a lot of big deer as y'all know, but It's not about that so much for me anymore, but I don't know who's going to shoot the biggest. But I'll tell you what, it'll be a little competition. You know how that is. (laughs) Anytime you're in hunting, you know, it's going to be that competition factor. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be proud of whoever does what because that's, I mean, I'm going to be happy whenever they make a great shot and they get a good buck and they're happy with it. Dude. Hey, they, I, I can promise you there's no ego here, buddy. I'm happy for him.
2: But will Larry McCoy be wearing a vest when he kills any critter up in camp?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what. That dude, I'll tell you what. Now, Larry's a killer. He'll get her done. Larry's awesome, man. That. Yeah, he, he just got back from that trip over there in Africa. And, man, I'll tell you what now. Them boys had had quite a quite a hunt over there. Yeah. Um, I just you know I've never been one to really want to go to Africa and hunt,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: I will say I would love I think to go over there and video it and just you know enjoy that part of it. I think taking photos and just just making the trip more than just just a hunt, if you will. I, I think I would enjoy that part of it, just the scenic part. Right. And, and 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 just taking it all in. And why do you well, think... I may go over there with them sometimes, just to to run video camera and mm-hmm. and hang out with them, just uh just to be a part of that. Because I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be something new. Phil,
0: why did, why do you think that it's not something that you'd want to be the one hunting? Is it just hunting those animals doesn't intrigue you as much? Because maybe you didn't grow up around them, or what do you think's the main reason for that?
1: Well, I, you know, I don't know. I just uh. It's not, it's not at the top of my bucket list. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, if you want to know what's at the top of my bucket list, it's a big old Yukon moose. I probably won't ever be able to afford to. The to, saddest to do. of all daddies. You know, that's, that's, that's at the top of my bucket list. And, yeah. you know, hopefully one of these days I'll at least get to go hunt moose. Um, and of course a big giant bull elk, you know, with that elite is another, you know, I've been blessed to shoot. Uh, several elk, but never that, n- never over a 340, a 340 bull, which is a great bull, mm. but I've never got past that. Uh, I have been blessed enough, though, when I followed Wayne Carlton around all those years. Uh, uh, Wayne Carlton uh, shooting a 400 inch, six by six wow. bull in New
3: Mexico
1: and, and several big bulls. But so, you know, that's, that's to me, I get as much enjoyment. Behind the lens of the camera, as I do in front of the lens, honestly, when it's a good hunt,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I just, uh, I feel like I'm, uh, the old saying goes, I feel like I'm shooting with the lens of the camera. I'm just not having to put that tag on it.
0: Right. That's a mm-hmm. cool way to look at it, too. And uh, one thing I wanted to discuss a little bit about is, uh, you know, you said how sometimes you'll you'll pass things when you guys are on a certain hunt, and Larry will kind of give you heck for it. Um, and you said, you know, you're there for the experience, which is, uh, you know, which is awesome. Um, But I feel like a lot of people are like, well, we're here to make a show. And is that tough for you? Or do you just say whatever our show has, like we're going to show what we, what I passed and all that. And that's what you make the show out of, or, or where do you go with
1: that? I, I you know, I, I'm the, I know a lot of guys say, well, you know, don't, don't pass on the first day, which you, you know, one of those situations, mm-hmm. If if a shooter comes in, shoot it. i'm a little different on that i i I just it depends on my mood and what i get out of that hunt anymore is for me on a personal level Mm -hmm. now don't get me wrong we we do we do have to do a show and stuff like that and a lot of times i i can't tell you how many times i've went down to the wire i mean i'm the guy known to go down to the last day to the last 30 minutes of the hunt and and get it done. I've been so blessed doing that over the years. It's kind of it's probably spoiled me. Uh I realize that what happens to me, it, you have to be careful. When you're when you're planning your hunts, um you're sure, you sure you gotta put enough time into a hunt to to get a great story. But like with Larry and say Clint and I all hunting in the same hunt camp, Okay, so I don't kill. I'm still going to have footage, encounters, and things there that we can always tie in for a good hunt. Um, and, and to me, a great encounter. I'm just telling you from my part. The most memories that I've had probably is the big bull or the big buck that got away that I didn't get a shot. You know what I'm saying? Right, it, right. it It leaves a lasting memory but I'm all about telling a story with the camera. It's all about the story for me. Um, even back when I produced for the Hunter Specialties all those years, I tried my best even when I took guys in and I was filming whoever the, the pro staff was, the national pro staff. A lot of times we wouldn't get into a storyline until we actually got into the hunt. And you have to figure out a storyline and sometimes you don't do that until the end of the hunt. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just, now I, I, I'm just, I, I want to be a hundred percent sure for the most part when I shoot at an animal. I want to be a hundred percent sure I feel confident that I can make that shot. Can I shoot out there 70, 80 yards? You betcha, but you won't never see me shoot at a white tail 80 yards. I'm just telling you, I've been there too many times behind the camera over the years and in front of the camera. You, that, that animal will, if he, he makes one step or he turns wrong, it changes the shot angle and mm-hmm. there you go. You're wounding an animal. I, I'm, I think that's why I've been so blessed because if I, if I can keep my shots 40 yards and in for the most part, I have a lot of confidence in that, depending on the, the deer's body language that most of the time when I release an arrow, it's going down. I very seldom ever lose a deer. Very, very seldom. It's, it's, uh, and, and, and I think it's just because I try to make sure and take the time. And a lot of times, if you'll have patience, you're going to get a better shot. Now you may not get a shot, but at least you know he's still there to hunt. If you make a bad shot, hey, you're never going to have that opportunity again.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's ethics at its highest.
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's an animal. I'm going to tell you how I look at this. That animal, I try to give them all the respect there is that I can give them because they're giving their life on video for us, and uh that means a lot to me. I'm taking that animal's life, so I'm going to do everything that I possibly can that's humane, and if it's legal, I'm going to tell you right now. These guys arguing about feeding, baiting, or whatever they do, putting a quarter-acre food plot in. Uh, water holes. Hey, it's all, listen, if it's legal, it's okay, guys. They ain't no use us fighting about it. Mm. The, the numbers are going down all the time. So that's the way I look at it. It's what you get out of that hunt as the hunter. And that's, that's, that's all I gotta say about that. I'm not trying to stir up, stir up an argument here, whether you should feed or not feed now, or, right. or you should hunt over a, uh, uh, a corn stock that's been knocked over you know that makes it legal because it's standing corn now you knock it over and and your ears are laying all over the ground yeah and uh, <laughs> so what i'm saying i'm just saying guys let's not be about it if it's legal and they in that state why want fuss about it
3: right and, exactly. I, and i'm going
1: to tell you right now if it's a state that and it's legal for me and i've gotten older as i've gotten older, if I enjoy and if I want to put a bag of big time out or whatever there and it's legal, dude, do don't think for a minute I'm not going to shoot a big buck over. It. First of all, you very seldom see a giant buck on feed anywhere. <laughs> I know. <don't>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You know, but at the same time, I'm just I'm just merely pointing things out that that I just wish we wouldn't bicker about it. You guys know my big thing is deep I just got in. From Dave Smith, I just got my Dave Smith DSD Those buck are decoy. Awesome. I just got him washed down with the lethal. I took my lethal soap and I'm scrubbing him. I actually done a, done a tip on that. That's my thing is decoy and whitetails. It always has been. It mm-hmm. just adds another, another adrenaline rush to me. And, uh, I, over the years, I can't tell you how many bucks I've shot on decoys, but I just, it, it may not be the biggest buck in, in the area, but if he comes with an attitude and and it trips my trigger and makes this old boy's heart <laughs> skip a beat, I'm going to take him out. I mean, that's just, that's something that I really enjoy. It just adds another level of adrenaline rush for me.
0: That's what it's all about, yeah. man.
2: Well, and, you know, I, I mean, you've got, uh, you've got all this working together and, you know, you talk about that adrenaline rush, but... You know to make all this work i mean you know we've talked a little bit about of it uh about it, the virtue crew i mean those guys are absolutely dynamite you know and we've started seeing like how the fingers have gone off you know to like who's involved with who and who's buddies with who i mean that's a fantastic crew how did you end up getting all these these great people together i mean i how did how did the, all this work you know
1: Well, I tell you, you know, I have so many people approach me all the time wanting to be a part of the virtue and stuff, and and I want to say that I've been blessed that the people that we have as a virtue crew, there's no eyes in team, and that's what we are. We are a team. We got each other's back. We're happy for each other. We promote each other, and that's what it's all about. I just... Just finished up. Just to give you an example, y'all know Josh and Christian, Christian uh, McDaniel. Oh yeah, that, uh, of course, of course. You know Josh has done a great blog with y'all there. You know a, a podcast and uh, yep. You know I stopped up there. You know Christian's story of Curly, that buck, that big two hundred and ten inch buck that she shot on video. Yep, we've um, recorded
0: a podcast with her, but it's not released yet. At the at the time we recorded this episode, <laughs> yeah. so she's awesome.
1: Well, I just want to say that that story has never really been told on video. So when I was up there with TJ and we were at Big Time there and stuff, uh I had a seminar to do down there at uh, Honey Creek at, at a really nice facility there for the archery shop and and um just a great outdoor shop for guns or whatever you want to do for the sportsman. But anyhow, I've done a seminar. TJ, I actually got him up on stage with me to to help do the seminar. But after the seminar, I got with Josh and Kristen. I went down and spent the night with them and I shot the story. I told them, I said, guys, listen, this story's never been told. Real tree showed your, your hunt and it's a great hunt, but it just shows the kill. And there's, and, and then I think adrenaline junkie showed it. Um, and, And all I'm saying, the story had never really been brought out. And what a story. Wait till you hear that story. I don't know if she went into full detail with you guys or not, but I actually went and shot that whole episode, and that's going to be episode two of The Virtue coming into this fall, her hunt with and story with Curly. And what all she endured, her and Josh and and husband and wife and, uh, you know, just just, I think you guys are going to really enjoy what I shot behind the lens of the camera with these guys, with the interviews, uh, where they went to school, where they're from, basically the archery shop they own and, uh, and, and the whole story about Curly. It's, it's, it's really heart touching for me. Y'all, we shed some tears over that, just so you know. <laughs> and it's, that's what I love about deer hunting. It can bring people together like that and you can share those stories and memories. And they're so much more than just showing a video of a kill. And that's what I wanted to bring out. And, uh, they're, they're great people and they're going to be doing, like I say, they do some stuff with the virtue and, and they're incredible. They got a great relationship with real tree and, um, just it's, you know, and, and real tree gets so many hunts. I'm not saying that, you know, they, they get so many hunts they can't tell stories they they're just showing right. big bucks monster bucks that's and you know we were blessed this year uh clint and i to have a couple kills um our montana hunts that we had last fall made made monster bucks 25 so
0: yep you know mm-hmm.
1: in the last three or four years i've been a part of that and it's been fantastic they're a great bunch of people and
0: and philip one but, thing i love about the monster bucks videos and uh I love seeing the story, especially, you know, like how you're saying, it. it's, it's great to see the backstory and the hunt and all that. But um, And I know Realtor gets all these hunts, like you were saying, and they they basically just show the kills. Uh, but one thing I say is an advantage to the, the Monster Book DVDs are just a classic staple in hunting videos in, in our industry. But one thing that I always recommend is, like, I want to sit down with my wife, Beck. we're going to watch Monster Bucks, and this will get you familiar with deer body language and then – body language after the shot because it's kill after kill after kill and that can really educate a lot of new hunters and it's also a good refresher going into the season on how animals act after they've been hit in a certain way or a certain spot and uh, kind of what you can pull from that sort of experience you know
1: you bet and and absolutely i mean uh, 25 years they have been doing it i hope they don't cut the dvds out you know i mean i I know DVDs aren't as popular, but I still got a DVD player, and I will tell you, I love it because I can start it and stop it when I want to. It's kind of like web TV, you know you can You can watch it anywhere, any place, you know, when you have that free moment. So, it, uh, yeah, I, I hope they don't cut it out. You know, that's just a big thing for me. Just getting those DVDs.
0: Yeah, I collect. I almost have every single one of them. So I, I absolutely love it. I hope they never stop. I would say uh, for Scorn Deer too. I grew up scoring deer off
1: monster bucks. Uh-huh. That helped me get through. <laughs> well, they don't deer put the anything. score on there anymore on no? the newer ones. They do anymore? No. In the in olden days, if you, to, if you want to see some giant sad daddies, monster bucks is where it's at because they got them, <laughs> and there's some good hunters that that are on there. And and I I know exactly why they have to do what they do. They can't. They don't have time to go into the stories. They got so many, you know, so many people with big deer, and that's what. I, hey, I like to watch it too but I also like to see the other side when you have a really good story on a, on a deer and you can tell it like it should be told with, you know, with you've got video support and also photo support of what you're talking about. And, and that's, you know, I mean, whether it be trail cameras or just actual, and this, this, this year I've got so much video footage i finally was able to get out and get a lot of velvet footage for a change and most of the time it's like i never have time to go do it but i made time this year to go to several states and take the time and get get some really cool video footage and so i'm i'm excited i I just feel like you know to me you got to be mentally and physically prepared Uh, Now, the physical part with my shoulder may not be there, but I think the mental part is just being out there and surrounding yourself with deer. The more you get out there, the more you see them, the more confidence you have, and that's what I love about bow hunting. It's a close sport, so you get those deer up close and next to you, and it teaches you how to be still, how to be quiet. You get to watch their body language, and you learn so much from that. Right, Mm -hmm. right. You got, Steve, go ahead.
2: No, I just I, you know I, I, was thinking about um, uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, what hunt it was, but uh, they were you know it just you know there's just like little things that you pick up you know you were talking about decoy hunting um, earlier and um, one of the one of these guys was using Dave Smith and you know just the difference you see what you know when a buck's kind of creep into a field edge and then just how he ends up you know doing that sideways walk puffing up you know licking his nose and stuff just that kind of. Yeah, real subtle stuff that you'll see just, and that's like, you know, what's good with Kurt is, you know, these these monster bucks, you get to see these quick little clips, hey, look, here's how they're going to look before, but, you know, there is something really special about, that's why I'm like a music junkie, you know, I I love collecting vinyl and stuff, and I love reading liner notes and things like that, because I think there's a a certain thing, and you guys do a very, very good job with the Virtue, and um, Larry's show, Respect the Game, they do... A, a real good job now of just kind of giving you a little bit um, more of the story, you know, just painting the picture and just the little extra things I I, I really enjoy, man. I just kind of wanted, well, wanted to throw that out there. Shine them, up a bit. shine them up a little bit. They Give you a little shine spot.
1: Yeah, and, and I appreciate it, guys. You know, it's just like working with the Spectre game. Those guys are, I mean, TOG, they're obviously my title basically sponsored partner but all the people there are so awesome and you know we all hunt and all the products they make are made in the usa you know and that just says and and as i've gotten older i've said i'm not going to you're not going to get rich in this industry anyway but i'm not going to take a sponsor partner just because he wants to pay me more money to promote his product and, and maybe promote a product that I don't believe in. If I don't believe in the product, I'm not going to be using it. I, 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 I'm, I just feel that I've got to have honesty in what I'm promoting it, 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 to the public out there. And, uh, you know, I was a TV salesman, uh, basically an electronic salesman, I guess, or sales manager for several years. And so I learned, you know, a long time ago, that I wasn't going to sell something just because it looked good or this and that. I had to believe in the product.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that I've carried that on uh, now with the virtue, and I can just tell you right now, every product that we have, I am so honored and happy to be carrying and utilizing in the field because it's a product that I truly believe in. It
2: says I, a lot about who you are. <laughs> you know, I I could not imagine you trying to sell TVs back in the day. You know, someone comes in, hey, you, you're going to want this old sad daddy. She's actually got color. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, believe it or not, I used to have back at my desk in in my office there. I had a I had all kinds of pictures of big old sad daddies and stuff. Of course, you know, as I got into the hunting industry more, I mean, I obviously shot a lot more big deer, and I've been Boys I've been beyond truly blessed because I don't own a big chunk of property. I that's why I love to go do my own scouting and hang in stands and I work with with great outfitters that allow me to do that and be a part of that because, you know, I'm not asking for the best places and stuff. I, I want to run my own trail cameras and take the inventory, and, and try to take a little bit of the load off their back so they can concentrate more on, on their clients. And that's really the gist of the way it's went. Don't get me wrong. I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for other people. And you never forget where you came from
3: right. because,
1: you you know what I'm saying, um, mm-hmm. you always have somebody that's that's a part of that that's, that's helped you in that hunt. You still have to make the shot. You still have to do everything right. We know that, but at the same time, you know, guys that can't afford or don't have the time—I should say—that that they can put into a lot of places, or so they don't have places to hunt. So that's where a good outfitter really comes in. And there's some good ones out there, and that's why I've developed such great relationships across the country. And and I still hunt with a lot of people that that aren't outfitters. That's just good friends. And we go do it and share a share hunt camp, but that's part of that for me is to share that hunt camp and share those stories and you know and and give them a big old huge congrats and a big hug when they shoot a big old giant buck but as you all know too, I love working with kids and special needs people, mm-hmm. and uh, uh that's a huge part of me as well because I get more out of that than they do. I'm sure that you know what I'm saying. I just mm-hmm. I love working mm-hmm. with somebody that has a less opportunity than I do. That's
2: yeah. awesome, man. I you know, I I, I was really hoping uh, and I hope there there still is a plan. Um the uh the cat last uh, last year was uh Stefan. Um I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um the guy that Clint hunted with oh, man, I'm trying to remember that oh, uh, yeah Nick Nick yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I I hope
1: more. See the way all that went down. Basically, see, I had a tag in Kansas. Clint had a tag, but his tag wasn't good in my unit. And uh, I had spent time videoing Clint in in Kansas up there. He was hunting with John Wettstein and man, we it was unbelievable the bucks we got on camera. Unreal. We just didn't find that one that he was wanting to shoot, and uh, so we went down to my spot and uh nick i was supposed to originally film nick uh when i got there but uh there was another buddy of mine there coming out the air, who uh who actually uh has the enforcer by Scentlock, lock um which is a new sponsor partner that's coming on and i really i i used that a little bit last fall and let me towards the end of the season and, and I, I tell you i truly believe in it but anyway getting back to nick um it was cool to set clint up with that hunt i self-videoed myself and uh, we we felt like we could tell a better story and it would give us more opportunity to to get a get a a kill for the hunt i mean you know the actual hunt itself Mm -hmm. so i went and videoed myself and uh and i asked you know clint Clint was all about it he said let me let me go with Nick and, and they were about the same age and stuff and of course Nick and I hit it off I mean anybody like that you know we hit it off and, and I'll tell you another story after that but you know Clint I'm going to tell you something that touched Clint that that changed that boy a bunch and I was so proud and happy how he carried himself and what he got out of that hunt And and, and Nick you know I mean, here's a boy with Down syndrome, but he is so full of life. I, I mean, he, here, here, talk about inspiration. Here's a guy I never seen one time ever negative raise his voice. He was always positive with a smile on his face. And then when he shot that deer, dude, I tell you what, they, they called and texted me and I was in the tree stand and I just had a great encounter with a buck. I actually passed and let him walk into the decoy, but, that that, but it just—I can't tell you what it done for the whole morale of camp. Everybody in camp was just so excited for Nick, and it just changed everybody. It was like you know that's great. If I kill a buck, that's just going to be a bonus. But Nick got his buck, and it was everybody was just behind him a hundred and ten percent. And Clint just laid it down, man. I mean that was just awesome. I—I I tell you, uh, it's—it's. It's, and he's supposed to, uh, I don't think he's going to get to come back out this fall. I was going to try to to, to video him uh, this fall again, but I don't think he was going to uh, get to come out. But we'll, we'll get him back in there. Nick is quite the guy, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Talk about
0: it's cool, I, man. You guys was, are awesome. He was
1: with me two or three times. His dad came back out. That's another story that wasn't actually on video. We had a little, a little bit of footage of it, but Nick's dad, I gave him my blind that that was set up there, um, and I was seeing lots of bucks in it. There was a ground blind. It was late season, and Nick's dad came back out to fill his tag, and he he shot a big old fat daddy out of my blind. So it just you know it just tickled me to death that both of them got his dad and him both got to shoot good bucks out there, and 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 what a great hunt camp that was. Everybody there, the Goffier family. And and all the Michigan boys that was involved there, and boys, they hunt down there every year, and we just got to know each other, and we're like family. I mean, that uh, Triple H Outfitters there in Kansas, I'm just gonna tell you right now, it don't get no better, and that's why they have all that repeat business every year. We're like family. I mean, yeah, honest to goodness, we really are. Um, that's I got what it's the all video daughter's daughter's wedding this this year, uh, Brandon Doherty went with me and we videoed Brand uh uh Donovan's daughter. And uh and it turned out awesome. I mean, Clint edited and produced it, you know, so I mean he so we all had our hand in that. But that's the kind of people that we that I, I don't know. That's the kind of people I like to be around, I'll just tell you. They just are like family and they do anything for me and i do anything for them. That's what's and, awesome, uh, Philip
0: man. You guys are just seem like the most genuine people and Your emotions are all real, and you guys show that on your show, and that's just, I think people appreciate that, and I do especially because I take hunting very personally, and uh, hunting's probably the only thing that'll make me cry without something real, real bad happening. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And we uh, haven't we haven't
2: wrestled in a while, so that's why you don't have to cry. I haven't choked you out. It is though, man.
0: Like seeing people it's just the friendships you make and the uh experiences you have and the real emotion on just, the shows. It brings people together, man, and it uh it creates families and it, it's a beautiful thing and it's it you know, makes you mad. The anti hunters will never understand it. It's not just about killing things, it's it's a lot deeper and it's a lot more important in life than them. that. It's about killing them and eating them. That's it. No, no. The
1: kill is a bonus. It is. You know, the kill is honestly a bonus. It's, it's, it's everything that's evolved around the hunt and creating a bond, you know, just creating a lifelong friendship. You know, it's, there's so much more to it. And, and it's, you know, I think we all, you know, when you're younger, you know, you, you want to, you know, obviously, you know, kill, 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 I guess. Uh, at the same time, like y'all talked about, I love being able to tell a story because I like to try to reach people's emotions, and it's like it's not sad; it's something that it's a joyous, overwhelming feeling that you feel inside. It touches yep. your soul. It really I mean, does. I have to say it, and that's what I I, I try to get across. Uh, I think we're going to do a little more storyline, even this fall going in because some of my pro staff have great places to hunt and they they have a history with a particular deer and things like that and that is so incredible to be able to do and then when you put you know obviously you put photos and video content and you can build that story where you have that supporting footage it just makes for a greater uh, to me you know I, i mean we've gotten so I don't know about kill 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 so much. I, I just wanna go back a little bit kind of in where it all started. I mean, if you think about some of the, you know, the hunter specialties and the primos, you know, guys, I mean look going back, they were telling the story. It may not have been the greatest footage in the world, but they always had good storylines mm-hmm. to kind of go with it. And that's that's kind of what I you know, that's the one I that's always been my strength is telling the story. Right. I I'm not, I'm not the great I'm not near the hunter as some other guys are. I've never claimed to be the greatest hunter or the greatest cameraman. I want to be the best that I can be for myself. It's a personal, it's a personal thing for me. But I doubt that you're going to find very more, many people that take it as serious as I do. And but I take it in a way that I make it fun and entertaining if I can. There's three things that I've always said that makes up. A great hunt if you have entertainment and you're informing and educating, and one may be stronger than the other within the hunt. But if you've got those three main ingredients and you're, you're putting it all together, it just makes for a better hunt. Mm-hmm. And it is just, you know, you just don't go, you want to, somebody wants to know why you hung that stand there. And I'm going to do more of that this fall. I'm going to say, I'm going to go back and basically show everybody that virtue moment, I'm going to go back and stand where the animal was and show them where we were in the tree stand or in the ground blind as adjacent to where the animal was, and then I'm going to explain why I hung here or why I put a blind here or why was I set up here in this spot. And hopefully somebody will pick up from that. And, you know, I mean, everybody has their own properties and they got to learn it, and... uh You know, obviously, there's no better way to learn it than just getting on it. I mean, we have all these maps and Mm -hmm. stuff, but and and it does help. It gives you a place to start, but you still need to get in there and check things out a little bit. I've always said 70% scouting, 30% hunting.
0: Yeah, that's a a good way to put it. And, you know, that little stuff like that is going to – I mean, your show is already different than a lot of shows, but that adds a little more to it. There's a lot more – especially newer hunters or even experienced hunters need a little change of pace. And even like a different perspective on certain um, tactics or a certain situation, um, how things lay out, uh, however your property lays out, what you could be doing differently or setting up a stand or a blind or whatever it may be. Um, So I think that's, that's definitely awesome. But Philip, one thing I wanted to kind of transition to in in closing um, is basically like, what do you think is the most important message that you hope to send to everyone who follows you this season.
1: That follows this season. Yep. I think, for me personally, it's it's all about family, friends, and enjoying the hunt. Don't get caught up and be obsessed to where you're not enjoying it. A, a lot of guys get on a big deer, and and I and I'm guilty. I have been guilty of that. Where you get yourself so obsessed, but take time to step back and smell the roses and, and don't forget your family and your friends and include. And, and, and if you're, if you're doing anything with anybody, remember it's all about team. There's no eyes in team. And that's what the virtue is all about. We are a team and we want to come across that and be happy for one another. And regardless of how we do it, You know whether you know everybody has a different opinion. Whether you should hunt with a recurve, a crossbow, a compound. Um, Obviously, I mean me. Take more time and let's think, and be more about America and what we stand for and God we trust and 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 don't forget your roots and where you come from. Hey, we're just average people. I'm no better than anybody else. I've just, God give me a gift th- to bless me to, to pass on to others. And, and if you remember that and just don't let it all be about yourself, just keep your head up, work hard because I, you know, I want to say this. If you find a job that you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. And that's where. I feel like I have been, I've worked, I work at this hard, but it's not worked because I love it and I enjoy it. And I'm sitting here with a shoulder that's killing me right now, absolutely killing me. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'll get past it because that's what I do.
0: That's awesome, man. You're such a positive role model and you're one of our favorite guys in the whole hunting industry, man. We, we absolutely love you. And, And it's been an honor to have you on the podcast a couple of times and kind of get to know you and the whole virtue crew between tj and and clint and brandon it's it's been awesome man so i I gotta say a a big thank you
1: well thank you and you know we've got a a heck of a virtue crew uh josh moore's another boy that's really stepped up he's going to be helping a lot with our social media side of things and i don't know if you guys know josh he's a great young talent um he's worked in the hunting industry not working with a lot of the big companies but he wants to be a part of the virtue and I'm blessed to have him aboard along with a lot of the others. I mean, uh, I can go on and on. I've got about 20 pro staff, but they all are so awesome. Uh, I mean, I'm very thankful and blessed. And then I just want to say a special thank you to all my sponsor partners that, that work with the virtue because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this, but you know, you guys are awesome. If you ever need anything from me, I'm just a phone call away. You know that I love what y'all are doing. Just keep having fun with it. Just keep having fun with it. And uh, and hey, it's just gonna it's just gonna grow, grow, grow for everybody.
0: That's awesome, man. Thanks we absolutely. really appreciate it. And then for all the listeners, where can people find you, Philip?
1: I'm sorry, what's that now?
0: Where, where can all the listeners find you? Follow you online or. or
1: Okay, now of course you can you can follow the Virtue T V on you know, we're on Facebook and Instagram, the virtue T V. Um and then of course Philip Vanderpool, I'm on there. I've got uh I've got two pages. I've got a personal page and then I don't call it a fan page, but uh open page in other words that An you can athlete follow.
2: Page, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an
1: and uh, you know, um, and then obviously you know the virtue, and you can go to the virtue.tv on the web and catch our episodes. They're free, and everything goes through Carbon TV, and those guys are absolutely awesome to work with. They're fantastic. Uh, we'll be we'll be airing on them this fall. Just go to Carbon TV. They got a free app, and you can follow the virtue through the seasons. We've got over a hundred shows now loaded uh on the virtue tv there through carbon tv so awesome. just go to carbon tv.com or the virtue tv.com and you'll find us or the virtue.tv i'm sorry
0: awesome but, awesome uh, yeah. well thanks philip I, I so much
1: you guys and uh hey listen be blessed have a safe fall and remember to keep god first if you if you do that i'll just tell you right now just him thanks for it and things will go a whole lot better in a whole lot you're talking to
0: somebody that knows firsthand awesome man well thank you so much philip stay on the phone here real quick um but no really we look we look up to you so much um we we feel so honored that you wanted to do another podcast with us it's it's a big deal having you in and it was awesome podcasting with you at the iowa classic in person That was kind of a surreal moment for all of us we're we're super excited about that oh yeah um Getting to know you just a little bit, and uh, I'm looking forward to the future, man. So uh, we appreciate the heck out of you. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate the heck out of you as well. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
1: You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh! Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.